The Biden administration isn't even hiding it anymore. Cancel culture and censorship is a virus and it's beginning to spread. And things are getting worse at the southern border, but we got to keep those damn Cubans out. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I really apologize for last week, but it was kind of a rough week. Um, we're dealing with it this week. Uh, now, let's get back. I, I can't skip. Trust me, I, I got a feeling I'm going to have to increase the time of these podcasts because so much is going on. So here, here's the first story. The first story here, um, the Biden administration really jacked up last week. Uh, big, huge, huge, like tyrannical Stalin Mao crap. They, they blew. And it was, they blew it for things that I got to tell you, I just don't think it was that big of a deal. They were sitting back and they missed their COVID vaccine marks what they wanted to hit with the covid vaccine so i think we're at like 60 65 percent of people who are vaccinated which i think is pretty good okay but for some reason they wanted you know 80 percent or 90 percent vaccinated i think it was actually only 70 but they wanted only certain people vaccinated and it they didn't hit it now here's the thing i don't think this is a big deal i really don't now just an FYI, I am not a pro-vaxxer. I'm also not an anti-vaxxer. I am vaccinated. I'm completely vaccinated because my daughter was panicking about it. She's pregnant. She wanted me to be vaccinated. I got vaccinated. I now can visit my daughter and everything else. So I am not anti-vaccination. On that record, I also realized that there were some really crappy freaking side effects to it. Side effects that I had to ask my doctor about because I was kind of like, uh, is this normal? And the doctor said, yeah, it's underreported, but it does happen. So I'm vaccinated. Good, good to go. And as far as I'm concerned, if you don't want to vaccinate, that's fine. And I'll give it a step further. If right now people are not going to get vaccinated, these people pretty much don't want to be vaccinated, and I have no problem with it. So I understand why I needed to vaccinate. I needed to vaccinate because part of my family wanted to vaccinate, and part of my family doesn't want to vaccinate. And after I had those side effects, I don't blame, for example, uh, I, I, my father doesn't want to vaccinate, refuses to vaccinate. He's 76 years old. And I basically said, well, okay, I, you know something? I don't blame you. I think personally the side effects were terrible compared to what the virus was. Okay, that being said, this is being seen by the Biden administration as a failure for them. And they're afraid the media is going to flip out and everything like that. And that's a problem. They cannot have a failure. And so what, they're, what are they going to do? They're going to blame someone for it. And that's exactly what the Biden administration is doing right now. The Surgeon General, Vivek uh, Murthy, I hope I pronounced that right, uh, released a report last week called Confronting Health Misinformation. Uh, in it, Murthy recommended imposing consequences for accounts on social media platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, 
that post misinformation about the vaccine. In a statement, Murthy said, quote, health misinformation is an urgent threat to public health. It can cause confusion, sow mistrust, and undermine public health efforts, including our ongoing work to end the COVID-19 pandemic. As Surgeon General, my job is to help people stay safe and healthy and without limiting the spread of the health misinformation. American lives are at risk. From the tech and social media companies who must do more to address the spread on their platforms, to all of us identifying and avoiding sharing misinformation, tackling this challenge will require an all-of-society approach, but it is critical for the long-term health of our nation. One item in the list is to, quote, prioritize early detection of misinformation, super spreaders, and repeat offenders, end quote, with big tech giants directed to, quote, impose clear consequences for accounts that repeatedly violate platforms. Okay, a couple of things here that really bothers me. Um, he's basically saying, one, uh, adjust the algorithms so that mis this misinformation is not, quote, amplified, and the correct information is. Well, here's a newsflash. Um, they've been wrong about this thing since it started a year and a half ago. Tony Fauci has been wrong about this stuff from a year and a half ago. And I'll go a step further. They've been lying about it. Tony Fauci said, you don't need a mask. You don't need a mask. Then suddenly he became a big mask guy. And then he admitted he lied about it. So what is the correct information? Where is this correct information coming from? My guess is probably coming from the Surgeon General's office and probably coming from the Biden White House. Um, warnings should be used on any post that is considered as misinformation. This is huge. Who is considered misinformation? It, who? Who, who determines what's misinformation? Again, it is the Biden White House that's determining the misinformation. Hey, newsflash, um, they've been misinformed for a very long time. One of the things that we were misinformed about was that this thing was not started in a Chinese lab. Now we know it probably has been. And even the Biden administration saying there is a lot of evidence that said it has been. I'm I am I'm not using exact language here. I am paraphrasing. But the Biden administration saying this probably had this we are concerned that this did start in a Chinese lab. That was considered misinformation last year and you were banned from Facebook if you said it. You were banned from Twitter if you said it. Increase moderation staffing? So this is disturbing because basically the federal government is telling Facebook, you need to how to deal with their staffing. By the way, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring something up here. Um, that's part of Joe uh, uh, Donald Trump's lawsuit against Facebook and Twitter and all of them is that hello, uh, the government is controlling these groups. Now you've got the Surgeon General of the United States sitting back and saying that. They should have more staffing? What if Facebook decides, no, we got plenty of staffing for moderation? And trust me, they're going to have a lot more to moderate than just freaking COVID information.
it, it makes you wonder exactly what's going on. And suddenly, President Trump's lawsuit's looking a little bit more valid. And the, the, the moderation of live streams as well as static posts, he wants to do that? Hey, newsflash, Big Brother's watching. This is what, this is a complete list from the report. I'll have some comments, other comments, I, I'll just, you, you can sit back and take it because I, I mentioned most of them. But assess the quote, the first one, and there are, let's see, one, two, four, there are about eight things that the government recommends. Assess the benefits and harms of products and platforms and take responsibility for addressing harms. Hey, they're a platform. They're not a publisher. They're not supposed to be taking responsibility for addressing anything that is posted on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. It's supposed to be a free platform. That's what Section 230 is of the uh, act that was passed. They don't need to take responsibility. If you want them to take responsibility, pass a law that says, Facebook, hey, if I say, oh, COVID, no problem, go spit in somebody's mouth, yes, they they should take it, they should leave that up. Whether I'm right or wrong, I'm wrong, by the way, but whether I'm right or wrong, it's not Facebook's responsibility for what I post. Give researchers access to useful data to properly analyze the spread and impact of misinformation. The big problem here is the definition of misinformation. I don't have a definition, and I don't think the government has a, uh, uh, government has a definition of misinformation either. Strengthen the monitoring of misinformation. Again, you're telling a business what to do. And what is the definition of misinformation? We don't have that yet. Prioritize early, number four, prioritize early detection of misinformation, super spreaders, and repeat offenders. This is disturbing. This is the most disturbing because their goal here is misinformation super spreaders, which means if The Rock decides to say, oh, this, this COVID thing is BS, he would be a super spreader because he has like a million people that sit back and listen to him. But other people that would be super spreaders, how about Tucker Carlson? How about Sean Hannity? How about Ben Shapiro? How about the Daily Wire? We're going to talk about them in a few minutes. They could be considered super spreaders because people actually listen to their stuff. By the way, the Daily Wire is actually Provax, so I don't know where anyone's coming. And repeat offenders. This is the scary part. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes when we talk about Jen Psaki. Repeat offenders should be banned, canceled, cancel culture. That's the goal here. Number five, evaluate effectiveness of internal policies and practices in addressing misinformation and be transparent with findings. Again, the misinformation I'm not going to bring up again because misinformation is a, it's a, it's a buzzword. You don't know what that is. But now, again, the government is saying we are going to deal with your internal policies. So a policy, and I've worked in bunches of companies before where I used to write policy. A policy is created by an individual. That policy is reviewed by typically a committee within the organization. 
it's edited. That individual edits that policy. That policy is then reviewed by a committee, and that policy is then brought up to the board or whatever leadership you have, and that policy is implemented. Now the U.S. government is saying they should be looking at their policies. Donald Trump was right. The government is now trying to take control of these places. Um, I can't remember what number is this is. I think this is number six. Proactively address information deficits. Uh, again, that's information deficits is from on a social media platform is from the people, the people that are using the multimedia platform, not the government. And the government doesn't isn't in charge of actually determining where information is lacking. That is up to Facebook and Facebook of all group, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Facebook actually has been doing a pretty damn good job about it. Um, number seven, amplify communications of trusted messengers and subject matter experts. Okay, who are these trusted managers and messengers and subject matter matter experts? I would say Tony Fauci, who the government still sits and puts a lot of trust in, is not a real good, uh, a, not a trusted member with me. He has lied. He has been wrong. He has hid facts. We know this now after a year and a half. So who is the government trusting? And why should, if I don't trust the government, why should I trust who the government trusts? Finally, prioritize protecting health professionals, journalists, and others from online harassment. Um, here's a newsflash. I think they should protect everybody from online harassment, even if what I say is completely crazy or nuts. It doesn't matter. If I say something stupid, crazy, or nuts, I should be protected from harassment. If I say something that is so crazy and so nuts, they need to pull my, they need to pull my uh, uh, posts. I don't agree with that. I think they should keep my posts up there no matter how crazy they are. But if I, here's the thing. I think we, we have run into a problem with what is crazy and what is, what is crazy online. And I think we have put too much stock into social media. I definitely think we've put too much stock into Twitter. If you are a person that is getting all your information from Twitter, you're an idiot. Twitter is something where you get a baseline of information and then you do further research. I don't believe that Twitter is the uh, first line of, well, no, I do believe it is the first area of where I get my news because it's real time. But I do not believe it is factual by any stretch. When somebody posts, I know who that individual is and I will confirm it. I do that when we actually, when I do my podcast and I post the uh, show notes in the blog. I don't trust any one source, very rarely. I trust multiple sources. And that's what you need to do. That's what a responsible human being actually does. But here's the thing. Here's what's shocking. Um, this report came out, and the Biden administration's already doing it. They're already spying on our uh, posts. They're already spying. Oh, they're going to love my posts. Go go straight to mine. Now, I'm not a super spreader. I don't have a lot of people on um, Twitter, and I don't have a Facebook account. But the fact of the matter is, um, 
I, I, some of the things I spread, I, for example, I believe a man is a man and a woman is a woman. There are men and women are different. You can't become a woman when you're a man and I can't, you can't become a man when you're a woman. I, I do believe in all of that crap. Uh, by the way, because it's common sense. But the thing is, it's kind of, um, who are, who, I, this stuff's being monitored now. And I think this could lead to really bad things. Because if you think when this pandemic ends, when you think this pandemic ends, this whole thing is going to end, you're nuts. It's not. It's going to keep going. Because what the Biden administration is saying is, whatever you produce that we don't like, you should be banned. If I produce something that sits back and says that this uh, disease came from a Wuhan lab, I was banned last year. It's a bad, bad, bad thing. Well, Joe Biden is rather clear what he thinks about social media platforms, especially uh, Facebook. Listen to what he's got to say. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really... Look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And they're killing people. Yeah, Facebook didn't take this lying down. They decided to hit Biden right back. And they pointed to all the things they actually did during the COVID pandemic, um, including things like putting up uh, vaccination sites, putting up uh, things that determined where they were going to, where um, what people were thinking about vaccinations, talking about testing sites. They actually did quite a bit. So in a statement, Facebook said this, quote, we will not be distracted by accusations which are, aren't supported by facts. The fact is that more than 2 billion people have viewed authoritative information about COVID-19 and vaccines on Facebook, which is more than any other place on the Internet. More than 3.3 million Americans have also used our vaccine finder tool to find out where and how to get a vaccine. The facts show that Facebook is helping to save lives, period. In an interview with NBC News, another Facebook of official said something very simply, quote, in private exchanges, the Surgeon General has praised our work, including our efforts to inform people about COVID-19. They knew what they were doing. The White House is looking for scapegoats for missing their vaccine goals. Now, I got to tell you, I'm bothered by all this, really bothered. But leave it to Jen Psaki. I love Jen Psaki. I mean, that ginger, she has got me going, and I love her. Not because I'd want to, like, be married to her or go to dinner with her or anything, but she is a leftist. And Joe Biden is kind of out there roaming around. He's kind of moderate, but not really, but not really radical. And he's probably got some old age problems. But Jen Psaki is a good indication of where the Biden administration is going with this. She will never, never, ever sit back and contradict him. But, and this is what makes her really good at her job. I'll tell you, she is a liar beyond all belief. 
And she is not working for Joe Biden. She is working for the left. She is either working for Susan Rice. She is working for Kamala Harris, which, who I think is another idiot. And I don't think she's running the government. A lot of people think Susan Rice is running the government. And she's running the government through Barack Obama. Again, that's kind of a conspiracy theory. I don't really want to get too much into it, but it kind of makes sense to me. Uh, it, well, kind of makes, I don't think Susan Rice is actually very good either, but Kamala Harris is terrible. So Jen Psaki basically let the cat out of the bag and she said, hey, here's our plan. This is what we're doing. Listen to this. Uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with. Uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. Okay, I have a couple questions here. I have a couple of questions. And it's not a couple of questions, but this is really, this is really my conclusion here. Who's determining what is misinformation? The White House? And where's the White House getting the real information? They haven't had any information. Trump or Biden that has worked in the last year and a half. So, I mean, we're just going to assume the White House knows what's going on? And where are they getting their information? Are they getting that information from Tony Fauci, who's been wrong and has been lying and has been hiding things? So, no, I'm not buying this. And notice how she switched from the word misinformation, which is uninformed information, which means I post something stupid because I believe in something and it's not true, versus disinformation, which is actually a foreign policy issue that says I'm lying and I'm lying to change people. Again, there's been a lot of disinformation from the government over the last year about COVID, there's been a lot of disinformation over the last five years from the government, especially when it comes to Donald Trump and the Russian hoax. So out of curiosity, what, where are you getting this stuff? Why should we believe this stuff? And the answer is no, we shouldn't because the government it sucks at everything. And they're flagging problematic posts for Facebook? The U.S. government, they may not be editing Facebook posts, but now they're telling Facebook what's a bad post? This is a big one. This is where Donald Trump's lawsuit may have some teeth. Facebook is now an agent of the United States. And they've actually made, given the United States government a way to flag posts? I mean, I think she let the cat out of the bag there, and I think she did not even realize she did it. And who are these? And again, 
these reliable sources. I, I am so tired of hearing about reliable sources. But Jen goes a step further. She's not done. She And trust me, she may, her ginger soulless personage may sit back and be able to say things in a real calm and collected manner. She is a ginger. She does not have a soul. That is religiously true. Okay? She just says things so quietly and so casually, people miss what she says. Listen to this one. It's a little, not too long, but listen to this one. That has a broad definition. Social media platforms is one of them. And as we know, it is also a, there are also areas where a lot of people get news and information. Sometimes those are accurate news items uh, reported by some of your outlets or accurate information shared by a neighbor. Sometimes there is information that is not. It is hard to discriminate, as we know. This is not a new issue, but it is an issue that is impacting people's lives. So a couple of the steps that we have, um, you know, that could be constructive for the public health uh, of the country are uh, providing uh, for, for Facebook or other platforms to measure and publicly share the impact of misinformation on their platform uh, and the audience it's reached. Uh, also with the public, with all of you, um, to create robust enforcement strategies that bridge their properties and provide transparency about rules. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Taking faster act action against harmful posts. As you all know, information travels quite quickly. If it's up there for days and days and days, when people see it, you know, there's, it's hard to put that back in a box. And of course, promoting quality information algorithms. I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Um, so those are some of the steps that we uh, think could be constructive for public health, for public information, uh, for public, uh, and you know, the right of the public to know. Now, the first thing I, I do like to do is I like to play all of Jen Saki's quotes from beginning to end. And the reason, by the way, we're not going into any of the other stories today because I just don't have the time and I've got a lot more still. Um, you notice that she's got a word salad about everything. This is what makes Jen Psaki a very good um, press secretary. She can sit there and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and then the 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 stuff that we need to pay attention to just goes right under. We already know everything that Jen Psaki is saying is, is just is crap. That the Democrats have jacked this whole COVID thing up from day one. They said we had to wear masks after we were vaccinated. Why would I want to get vaccinated? They J&J, they actually suspended for two weeks because... Um, of a extremely rare, rare blood clotting condition, literally six patients in 7 million vaccines. So suddenly, yeah, I don't know if I want to get it now. The insistence that only certain protests could spread the virus. It made it sound like the virus wasn't that big of a deal. Kamala Harris saying she would never take Trump's vaccine. The allowing of illegal aliens into the country even though they're unvaccinated. It doesn't sound like that people are really all that 
concerned about the virus and they're not really trusting in the vaccine. This was the Democrats last year. Suddenly, President Trump or Biden becomes president and suddenly everyone needs to get a vaccine. Uh, here's the thing, even conservative, even um, we find that conservatives or even Trump supporters, it's not just conservatives and Trump supporters that don't care for the vaccine. We're actually finding now that most people who do not get the vaccine are not even Trump supporters. They're not even conservatives. CNN, who hates Trump and hates conservatives, pointed this out in a story. Listen to this, quote, a look at the data reveals that the vaccine hesitant group, however, are not big Trump lovers. This is from CNN, folks. They're actually likely not to be Republican. Instead, many of them are people who are detached from the political process and didn't vote for either major candidate in 2020. The most recent Kaiser poll helps illustrate that the vaccine hesitant group doesn't really lean Republican. Just 20% of the group call themselves Republican, with an additional 19 being independents who leaned Republican. The clear majority, 61%, were not Republican. 41% said they were Democrats or Democratic-leaning independents, and 20% were pure independents or undesignated. Just an FYI, 55% of those who will not get vaccinated are Republicans and right-leaning. So it is true that most Republicans don't, or they're independents that lean towards Republicans, but that leaves 45%. By the way, the number of blacks that are not vaccinated, 34% of blacks are vaccinated. I'm pretty sure they're probably not right-leaning. Anyway, the government is telling us that we're just too stupid to be able to make decisions of ourselves or be able to view the data and know what's going on. And Peter Ducey, who is the bane of Jen Psaki's existence, really landed some heavy blows on Psaki about this Big Brother thing, about this monitoring of social media. Now, this is this is a three-minute video. I'm not going to play all three minutes of it. I'm actually only going to, I'm going to break it up into parts. We're going to get through the entire three minutes, but we're going to talk about it a little bit because having to listen to this word salad for three minutes is just going to be brutal for you folks. So let's start with the first section of this. And then speaking of misinformation and the announcement from yesterday, for how long has the administration been spying on people's Facebook profiles looking for vaccine misinformation? Well, that was quite a loaded and inaccurate question, um, which I would refute. No, it's not loaded or inaccurate. It's a great question. Uh, You guys never told anyone you were monitoring Facebook, Twitter, and, and YouTube posts. And now um, he's asking you about it. It, it. This is exactly the point of this entire question. 
Next section. Well, Peter, first of all, as you know, we're in, we're in a regular touch with with a range of media outlets. And we as as, as let me finish. As we are as we are in regular touch with social media platforms. This is publicly uh, open information. People sharing information online, just as you are all reporting information on your news stations. But Okay, this is a phenomenal answer. And this is something you really need to listen to. So they're in constant contact with news organizations and social media organizations? Okay, a couple of things with that. First off, yeah, I believe they are because I think they're actually sending. I know they're not communicating with the with Fox News, Daily Wire, uh, Breitbart. They're not computing, uh, communicating with Blaze. They're not communicating with anyone. They're communicating with their allies. That's what they're doing. And and the fact is, they're giving them the narrative. Because here's the thing. You ever wondered why CNN, NBC, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, Reuters, the AP, they all say the same thing? Because they're probably in communication. And you're now communicating with social media. Now, there's another problem with this whole thing. Um, you're communicating with social media? Social media is not the media. There's actually a law. It's called Section 230 that says that they have nothing to do with the media. They are a platform. They are not a media or a publisher. Oh, wait a minute. Is the government manipulating what Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, we know they're not uh, doing anything with, let's say, Rumble, and for some reason, uh, you know, Parler disappeared. Very telling quote, very scary quote. Okay, let's get to the next part. Okay, so these 12 people who you have on a list, 12 individuals, do they know that somebody at the Surgeon General's office is going through their profile? I'm happy to get you the citation of where that comes from. There's no secret list. I will tell you that these are people who are sharing information on public platforms on Facebook, information that is traveling is inaccurate. Our biggest concern here, and I frankly think it should be your biggest concern, is the number of people who are dying around the country because they're getting misinformation that is leading them to not take a vaccine. Right. Young people, old people, kids, children, this is all being, a lot of them are being impacted by misinformation. Three things that drive me crazy in this whole statement. Okay, the first thing that drives me absolutely crazy List thing. Um, Democrats have been bitching and moaning that they were creating lists for ages. AOC said we need to create a list. There are lists all over the internet. So anyone who sits there and says that there's no list, oh, that's not a thing. There is no list there. Uh, I'll show you the thing. Well, here, here's the deal, Jen. Um. You just explained why they needed a list and why they knew of those people. By the way, this is a list that was published last week of 12 people who were, quote, spreading disinformation, end quote. And she just said, well, you know, these people were known because they were spreading disinformation and we don't have a list. 
Um, you knew why they were on the list, and now you're saying they don't they don't have a list. What a load of crap that whole thing is. Second thing that drives me crazy here is the misinformation she is spreading. COVID is not a deadly disease. It's a serious disease. It needs to be looked at. It needs to be taken care of and it needs to be prevented. But we're not talking this is smallpox, which killed 30% of the population or of Europe back in the 1600s. Or it's not Ebola. That basically you get that, there's a 70% chance you're going to die. This disease kills less than 1% of the people who get infected. It's very transmissible, don't get me wrong. But the median age, they released this. This is science. Is 80 years old. There have been less than 500 people. And I'll go a step further. There's actually been less than 400 people that have died under the age of 18. This is not a killer disease. This is not smallpox. This is not polio. This is not Ebola. This is not the Spanish flu. And we've just, we've destroyed our entire economy. We've given up our freedoms for these people. Because they say it is. And people were saying, well, where did this thing come from? It came from a Chinese lab. By the way, little newsflash for you. China's economy has actually gone up in this whole thing. I wonder if this was an accident now. And I wonder if we're going to see this again. Because if China could single-handedly take down the entire United States economy, thanks to Democrats and people like freaking Cuomo and Whitmer and all those idiots, why not do it again? Because apparently it works. We could just basically release the cold and, and the entire economy will shut down the United States. And meanwhile, China is making money. Really disturbing. The last part of this is the most disturbing. Well, I think you should be more concerned about, you know, dying than giving up your freedoms. Hey, freedom isn't free. That's a reality. And sometimes you have to die for your freedom. She missed it. I don't give a damn about getting COVID. I could care less. And I did what I needed to do. Because I feared COVID enough. And, and the vaccine? A miracle of science. How did they come up with a vaccine so quickly? They did. And I believe in our our... our, our I believe in capitalism. I believe they're not going to make a vaccine that's going to kill you or make you impotent. I could be wrong. Maybe it does. I don't know. I took the vaccine, so therefore I'm done. I don't need to worry. There's no pandemic for me anymore. And she's still sitting back and saying, well, I think you should be more concerned that people die. Well, you know, people die to keep their freedom. And the fact of the matter is, the government sitting back and saying, well, you could die. I don't care. How about that? I don't care. I would rather the government stay out of my Facebook posts, my Twitter posts, my YouTube feeds. 
and I'll be good. And if I decide to listen to some idiot on Facebook or Twitter without doing additional research, let me die. I deserve to die. But I'll be free. And it's my decision. She's so freaking terrible. Absolutely a terrible human being. And she is, the reason she's a terrible human being, she's trying to take your rights away. And we're seeing this. This whole thing about misinformation on Facebook and on Twitter, this isn't going to stop there. My next story was going to talk about that, but I'm already 40 minutes into this, so I'm not going to do that. But trust me, it's not going to end there. All right. Woo! I am worked. I am pumped. Oh, Jen Psaki, that ginger soulless broad. Oh, my God. The Biden administration. Oh, I didn't vote for them. So, you know, that's your fault. I, I had nothing to do with that. And that's the way it is. So anyway, so we're you can follow, you can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. You can you can visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. If you look there, you're going to see what tomorrow's podcast is going to be. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, I am sweating like crazy. I need another shower. I need another shower. Oh. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>